Hello, everybody. This is Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope. It is Tuesday night, which is why I'm here, because I'm not here when it's not Tuesday night. Uh, it's 7 o'clock, my time here out in the Pacific, the the West Coast, the West Coast, maybe? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I'm going to play music. I'm going to stick with the thing I did last week. I'm going to, like, stay on the the, the Venus flytrap path because i kind of like that it left me with a good feeling when i was done with the show and um that's not a bad thing to have i mean if you're going to do something you might as well feel good about it once you're done doing it right right of course i'm right don't be silly of course i'm right anyway and and to that end i'm gonna like get into the groovy music stuff because you know you don't want to hear me talk yet but we'll do some of that so welcome aboard if you got requests, get into the chat at www.radionope.com and, um, you know, throw them at me and I'll see what I can do. No promises, but, you know, I'm nice, so I'll pr- probably do it. Here's that music I spoke of.
tumbling down, a tumbling down, tumbling
you gotta love an artist that puts a superlative in their stage name. That's the fantastic Johnny C with Boogaloo Down Broadway. I, 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 I don't know. I dig that. Like, I wish as a kid, when I was an aspiring musician, I wish that I thought to add a superlative to my name. Like, one, I would have had to come up with like a nickname because, you know, Joe, that's, that's not a, that's not a rock star name. Right. So I'd like to, you know, but I could be like, slick joe or something like that i don't know something so you know something like that that might have been cool that might have been the difference between me being the schmo joe schmo that i am today and perhaps being uh an accomplished rock and roll star who knows (sighs) it's a counterfactual folks it's what it is it's a counterfactual um speaking of which so it's kind of funny. Um, there's two things that have been coloring like the the music I want to listen to these uh, lately. One is, and, I, and I've detailed this on previous shows. My wife and I've been watching True True Blood on HBO, which is an old show, relatively old. You know, it it ran its course years ago, kind of thing. But we've been watching from the beginning, and we're like in the beginning of season three at this point. And all the Cajun music and the um, like Delta Soul and stuff like that has just really kind of grabbed me um that's that's kind of looped in through the the way they produce the show so that's one thing and then like the other thing that's uh that's really been driving me um lately is just um you know anything that it's hard it's hard to put this into words but it's kind of like stuff that um that has some history to it, you know? And, and so I, I like the, like the, the tradition within R and B of like adding a superlative to your name kind of thing, you know, big Joe, that could have been big Joe, but that, and that would have been funny. Like if, if I was a rap artist, that totally would be my name. If I was, if I was a hip hop artist, I would be big Joe. Cause I'm five, four and I ain't big. Um, so yeah, I dig I dig all that stuff, and it's fun, and it makes you know listening to music more fun. I think for me, anyway, I've listened to a lot of music like over the years, and it just it's uh it's cool to discover new things, um, and it's also so the other you know and like the third thing that's been driving it is like. Sh- songs that are thrown into film scores because I've been watching a lot of movies pandemic makes me watch movies and TV, right? I can't go out, so I'm going to... I subscribe to all the streaming services and I consume their product faithfully. Um, and I finally got around to watching Once it's once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And that's where I kind of was going before about the idea of the counterfactual. And if you haven't seen that movie, um, I won't like totally spoil it for you, but it's in that same class of Quentin Tarantino movies as Inglorious Bastards because it is sort of a, a counterfactual fantasy and um, has a real long build to it, which I wasn't digging for a good chunk of the movie. I was like, are you going to get to, is there a point to this? And I'm, I'm cool with it not having a point as long as it's, you know, uh, pretty to look at, which his films always are. They're, they're beautifully shot and beautifully framed. Um, but one of the things that's missing from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that, is, that typically is a giant feature 
you know, like almost like the selling point to any Quentin Tarantino movie is the dialogue. And there's so little dialogue in that movie compared to your typical Tarantino film. I mean, like the Kill Bill movies, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, um, even uh, uh, Death Proof is just like loaded with these amazing strings of of conversation that happened between the characters. Um, and that's that's largely missing from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that's kind of interesting. It's like, you know, he was more into trying to tell his story with with scene setting. And and, um, and so, yeah, that's that's another thing. So a lot of and, and the, one of the best things about any Tarantino movie is the way he finds music to weave into the story. And so there was a lot of that kind of cool stuff going on too although even then it's not it doesn't jump out at you the way it does in other films of his it's more in the background playing on the on the car radio a lot of the time so not the center of attention you know interesting a guy says he's almost done making movies so um maybe he's getting bored with it or maybe he's just trying to find a new way to do it Anyway, so uh, before the fantastic Johnny C, we had Eddie Floyd with Big Bird. That's a killer song, and it's it's a perfect example of like um, uh, like early mid '60s recording techniques where they 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 deliberately recorded the song in uh, or released the song in mono, um, so monophonic because it was optimized to be played through a, um, a center console on a, on a car, on a car radio. Um, Dancing in the Street is a, another like famous example of that one. And, and Big Bird by Eddie Floyd, that track, another great one. Uh, dumb lyrics. I mean, I don't get it at all, but I don't care. It, it was, it's a cool song. For that, Lee Michaels, a well-known song, Do You Know What I Mean? Um, I want to research that one because I want to find out, like, is this, like, one of the first uh, pop songs, like, hit pop songs that has such a giant, like, um, almost orchestral synthesizer part in it, which you probably didn't notice when you were listening, but that's a thing to go back and listen to. Carole King started us off with I Feel the Earth Move. Um, That's a long-running theme on this show is people who do covers, of songs and the cover is, is brilliant. And, um, I think I feel the earth move might be one of those songs where nobody can do it badly. Um, I might have to cover it just to see if I can do it badly. (laughs) Anyway, you're listening to Joe public, the public record here on radio. Nope. If you want to get involved, um, and talk back to me in real time while I'm doing this, you can, uh, log on to www.radionope.com and, uh, and get in the chat. And uh, I will try and keep my eye on it and respond. Um, I take requests if you got them, too. So, you know, there's that. Um, Got this song here was, like, stuck in my brain for a while. This is X on the public record. Oh, 
to walk in the door I want you to lay on the floor Cause tonight's the night we make love under a sofa
light goes to my head Everything I see is red Baby, when I kiss your hair I feel electricity in the air I'm gonna kiss your eyes <gasps> Then I'm gonna kiss your neck <laughs> Then I'm gonna kiss your tummy Ooh. Then I'm gonna kiss your pineapple <laughs> Tonight's the night For love under the lights Kissed your pineapple. Yeah. I wonder what he's talking about. Could that be... It's either just something totally silly, or he's being really naughty. <laughs> this is B-52s with Strobe Light. This is Joe Public on the Public Record. Before that, you heard the Pretenders with the phone call. Talking Heads did Houses in Motion, and X started us off with True Love Part 2. There is a part one. It's not as good of a song. I mean, it's a good song, but it's not as good of a song. So I didn't play that one. So how are you all doing? How are y'all doing? How are you all doing? How are you all doing? <laughs> I just cracked myself up with the way I phrased the very simple question. I'm doing okay. Uh, I got to give you my weekly update on the state of my physiology. My um, I've had two physical therapy uh, appointments um, now, and uh, it is it's helping. Um, I don't wake up in screaming agony <laughs> anymore. Not that I really did every day, but it did happen a couple of times, and that's kind of two more times than I want it to happen. In yeah, so physical therapy cool um and it was really really funny yesterday in my appointment um my therapist was like working out like part of what she thinks is going on is like a an, an impinged it band um go look it up google it duck it i I'm, I'm not gonna explain what that is on my leg and um so she was kind of and i'd said you know well when i was trying to work that out with the muscle roller it it kind of wasn't I didn't really feel anything. And she said, well, let me try and target an area. And she like hit this little spot right above my knee. And I, and then had to peel me off the ceiling. Um, she goes, Oh, well, I guess we know where the problem is. So that, that was interesting. So now I have a whole different thing to think about. Cause it's not, 
it's odd how you can have pain, like persistent pain, and it's not actually related to where the source of the pain is. Just kind of, it's interesting. I think it's interesting. You may completely disagree with me, but I, 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 Joe Public, thinks it's interesting. And you are, if you have just tuned in on the public record here on Radio Nope. If you want to get involved in the show, uh, go to www.radionope.com and get in the chat and tell me what you think or what you want. And, you know, I'll feel free to either pay attention to you or ignore you. I have once again, so also keeping with the theme of this show, I've also moved stuff around again. I have changed the configuration of my monitors for like the umpteenth time since uh, this show got restarted a little over a year ago. And um, yeah, I'm kind of digging the way the setup right now. The setup right now is pretty cool. Like last week I was having a hard time with a microphone being in a different spot and that kind of stuff. And I thought, okay, well, since I'm, I'm, moving things. Let's optimize this. Let's make this as ergonomic as possible, Mr. Facilities Guy. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that's what I did. I'm kind of digging it. Kind of digging it. I like not ha- I, I like not having to like crane my neck to get close to the microphone so I can do the 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 full on, you know, the DJ voice thing. I, I don't really want to do that thing, but you know, I could do it if I wanted to. So there you have it. Okay, so um, another long-running feature of of my show, if you can call it that. It's either a flaw or a feature. Um, it's either a bug or a feature. Bug in the programming or it's a feature. Um, in, uh, designed intentionally. Um, is is stuff that just like flies into my random playlistery or shuffling on uh, on streaming music. And and this one got me, and I went, oh my god, that's such a great record. I can't believe I haven't played anything from that record. And it's funny, this particular artist, when they first came out, I hated them. And then I became a devoted fan.
guess that's a boogie, the life we love to live. And the second one, that's easy. That's all the many more things we have to give. Now, remember, the third one is the rhythm, and it's still strange yet. And that's just a preview of the things you're gonna get. Yeah. Starting over from 
that smile off my face Put me down in the proper place But the world just keeps on spinning round Down, still hanging around in this world I lost everything I had I'm starting over from scratch
That, my friends, is Lucinda Williams with Can't Let Go. Ah, yeah, that, all that, that song kind of kills. Um, it's amazing in the headphones, by the way. If you want to go back, you know, like you, you're gonna, you got your ear, your AirPods or your earbuds or whatever, and you want to, you thought that was a cool song, you want to listen to it. I highly recommend that one stuffed into your ears because it, it's so, such a great recording. Yeah. Yeah, like that one a lot. Before that, uh, another one I like a lot, Morphine with Scratch. Um, I love the sentimental lyrics of that song. And, and you know, Morphine was just incomparable. I think that's the word. We're having, having a converse, convo. We're conversating about Morphine here in the chat here on www.radionope.com. And and I, I think, um, yeah... Yeah, incomparable. Nothing like him. Nothing like him. And and sad that uh, the main creative force in that band uh, left us early. You know, as but you know, then the, you know, in terms of just the enjoyment of the art, um, they never had a chance to disappoint me. So there's that as well. Uh, as my friend Jenny put it, dude was playing two saxophones at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty killer. Uh, yeah. Um, before that, Crowbar. You know what? I know nothing about Crowbar, and I need to know something about that band because that tune is so cool. That song's called Oh, What a Feeling. And it's got so much going on in there. Just great. I mean, I got... There's so much going on, I got, like, spit in my throat. Kind of thing. Attractive, right? Yeah. You want me. <laughs> Uh, no, you don't. Uh, Beastie Boys with Shadrach. Who would have thought, right? So my introduction, like everybody else on the planet's introduction to the Beastie Boys, was fight for your right to party, right? And yeah, okay, it was funny, and but it totally seemed like it totally seemed like a uh, one of those like Doctor Doctor Demento. Um, this is a this is a novelty song. Like, it's not a straight-up comedy song, but this is a novelty song. It's a novelty band. They're not for real. Like, what is this? Like, three white Jewish kids from Brooklyn doing rap? It didn't make any sense. Like, it just, it just, it it didn't make any sense. And then, like, some of the, uh, like, they lost me. I'm going to, like, roll it back. So, like, I was a huge Echo and the Bunnymen fan when I was in high school and then like early college and I stopped liking Echo and the Bunnymen because I went to see them too many times. And every time I went to see that band, I had some sort of horrifying altercation with some just meathead frat boy, right? Echo and the Bunnymen concerts in the eighties just brought out the dudes who were wearing two Izod shirts. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, you are either too young to remember or you were fortunate enough to live in a part of the world where that weird thing never happened. But seriously, like two guys, like guys would wear two Izod shirts of different colors with the collars flipped up. And this was like the, this was the date rapist uniform in the mid 1980s. And these guys flocked Echo and the Bunnymen concerts like flies to excrement. And 
and it ruined my appreciation for one of my favorite bands because I couldn't stand the thought that I was in the same building with people like that because they we liked the same music. And I'm totally over that now. Like I you know like people I don't like can like music I like it doesn't ruin it for me. But that was kind of like the same experience I had with the Beastie Boys. Like the people who were drawn to them early on were just dumber than a bag of hammers and and I couldn't like them because I couldn't I did not want to be affiliated with the people who did like them and and I didn't get them I'm not being from the east coast I didn't get the fact that they were for real so that was a big part of it and then their second album comes out and I I heard it in a record store like I was shopping for records and I'm a record store and they put it on and I went is this the Beastie Boys? And I bought it because it was great. And that song was on there. And like, who who can make a hip hop song out of sh- shit from the Old Testament? I mean, that was crazy. That was crazy to me. And 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 I loved that whole album. And um, and from there, that point on, they they were just like in my my you know top of the mark list. So there you go. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record, and 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 I'm I'm embracing this like kind of you know modern day Venus flytrap vibe because I would rather be that than somebody who gets so way aggro that people don't listen. Also, like I I said at the top of the show, if you were listening at the top of the show, I said at the top of the show, I did this last week and I felt really good when I left. Like when I signed off, I was I felt good, and so that's kind of that's kind of what's going on. So just call me Venus. <laughs> I do actually have a lava lamp behind me here in the in the public studios, so for the record, you know. And if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you know I'm like I got these like crazy, ooh, that was bad. N- unprofessional, Joe. Don't touch the microphone. Um I've got these like crazy, you know, multicolored lights in here and makes it kind of groovy. So there you go. There you actually go. Um I had this queued up last week and I never got it played and so I'm going to play it now. So there you go. Thank you. 
said, Mother, you're one man that I love to bear. Well, I'm gonna get high. I'm gonna get high just as you showed my name. Around the start of talking, 
Passing Billy would take me walking Out through the backyard we go walking Then he look into my eyes Lord knows to my surprise The only one who could ever reach me Was the son of a preacher man The only boy who could ever teach me Was the son of a preacher man See what Everything is alright You kiss and tell me everything's alright Can I get away again tonight? The only one who could ever reach me Was the son of a preacher man The only boy who could ever teach me Was the son of a preacher man Tune, that Dusty Springfield tune that it was originally offered to Aretha Franklin and she turned it down because she did not think it was a good enough song. And then when she heard Dusty's version, she was kicking herself. And eventually she recorded her own version, but she admitted it wasn't as good. So there you go. She she blew it. She had her chance. Had her shot. Uh, as I said, Dusty Springfield with Son of a Preacher Man. Before that, James Carr, the amazing James Carr. If you're not like hip, to him, you should go check it out. James Carr with Pouring Water on a Drowning Man. Muddy Waters, Champagne and Refurb. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could mix those. I think that would... Maybe maybe the reefer would stop the headache. Hmm. Experiment. I will make a note of this. Anyway, before that, uh, started with Otis Spahn with Someday, electric version of that blues tune. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Nope. That's right. Ra- that's Nope, as in no, as in. But there's not a lot of Nope here, so it's kind of funny. It's like I, I've never explored with our, our uh, fearless leader, our leadership here, what the origins are of of why it's Radio Nope. Um, I will assume it just sounded cool. Because, you know, me coming from, like, the theater and the acting background, it's always about yes and. I don't know is bad. No ends everything, right? The whole show is over if somebody says no, right? Like playing in a band. Hey, do you want to play another one? No. Okay, we're done. And that feels, like, I don't know. Have you ever been in a band? That feels terrible. Even if you actually want to stop playing, if like you, somebody asks that question and you're not the one who says no, ugh, it just feels bad. 
Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here we are, public record Tuesday night. Happy for you to be tuning in. Um, I don't have ranty stuff to rant about. Um, I'm rapidly running out of, of, of like social and political anger. I mean, there's still, there's plenty of to be upset about, like the whole deal in Minneapolis and you know, that's, that's beyond not cool. And, and that's like symptomatic of not coolness that, that like proliferates all over this, this nation of ours. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's uncool, but it's like, I mentioned this, uh, I think last week, it's like, it's, I'm kind of getting my wish, my wish from before the election, like what I really want, what I wanted was uh, Grandpa Joe in the White House and I, you know, I can just like willfully ignore politics and political news for days on end and, and, and I don't like pick it up and go, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Why? I just go, oh yeah, yeah, it's our government being its usual lumpen self, which sounds like accepting defeat, right? Um, then I'm good with the lumpen dumbass way that our country does everything but i'm kind of okay with it i mean i have lived here my entire life i'm used to it so that feels better than every time i pick up my phone i'm just going so hopefully you agree i don't know if you don't agree that's fine too uh yeah so i don't know i'm gonna play this because i'm gonna play it because that's the Venus flytrappy thing to do. Nice little lead-in noise.
old way we rock, 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 chop, chop away the bushes and paralyze the roads. Try to tie your tongue and you never succeed. And I'll give you a glimpse of the heart and the clean. I'm a traveling chest. was Aztec Camera by Request here on the public record with The Boy Wonders. Uh, thanks for that one. That was cool. I didn't know that song. Um, like, I know I've heard it, but I didn't know that one. And I was happy that I actually I stuck my headphones on for like the latter half of it. That's, that's another one that's recorded way better than you realize until you put it on the headphones. You know, that's a thing that like goons like me who love audio um we care about that's that's a kind of a that's a thing we care about so there you go um let's see uh before that uh the stranglers with strange little girl seemed appropriate i don't know why i heard that one earlier this week it was one of those things that like popped up on my you know my shuffle shuffle thingy and and it i liked it i just i was like yeah i gotta play that haven't heard in a while. Hadn't heard it in a while, and I felt like I got to play it. Chameleons with Tears. That's the alternate version of the song. So there's two versions of that song they recorded. One that was like the album version that's an acoustic, mostly acoustic version, and it's beautiful. But then they did this this other version, and the label like stuck it in with the album, added it to the CD, you know, you know that kind of thing. And and it's it's gorgeous. That one that that version of that song is gorgeous. And um, I, I've often told the story, and I like, like just shared it up in the chat earlier. I've often told the story of going to see them at this club in Santa Clara, California, with like maybe 10 people in the audience, and they just killed. They played like they were playing to an arena with thousands of people in it, and, and they, just, they just killed. And then I never saw them again. So... I hope they had as much fun as I had that night. That's one of those things. Like whenever I see a band where they, the audience, the turnout isn't that great. Um, I just hope they had a good time. And, and that, I think they must have, unless they're like super good at faking it. Cause they, they killed, as I said, anyway, before that REM with their, uh, demo version of radio for Europe, 
um, as, uh, my friend Jenny put in the chat, you know, they really did not want that version to ever be released, but there we are. Um, and my comment being that, uh, Miles Copeland must have his pound of flesh. And if you don't get that, Google it. <laughs> I'm not here to explain everything to you. I mean, maybe I am. Maybe that's my job. I don't know. I don't know what my job is. I don't know why I'm here. I know that I'm here. So it's kind of funny. I just glossed over this um, within the last few weeks. Um, I started the show like in, I want to say like 2016, 2017, late 2016 and into 2017. And then I bailed on it because life got in the way. Um and then when the pandemic hit and everybody's locked down, you know, the station reached out to people and said, hey, we'd love to fill up time. We'd love to give people something to do while they're at home, while they're trapped, basically. And uh, I said, yeah, okay, I'd like to do that. And so I waded back into it. And 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 originally... You know, when I did this show in the first version, I would record these shows and then I would, you know, we would post them and they would play. Um, and uh, very early on after I restarted things in, in this version of the public record, I decided I, I, I really wanted to do this show live if that was possible. And so I've been doing that, which is super fun. Um, it's, it's radio to me. Like I cut my teeth in, you know, doing college radio, um, at KSMC and KLX and, uh, a little bit of internship. Like I had a few, I, I had a handful of air shifts on, um, the rock station, one of the like mainstream rock stations in the Bay area, KROQ, Nick KROQ, no KROQR. That's it. Yeah. The rocker, um, like overnight shifts, like 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. kind of thing, which is what you got to do if you were an intern. And you got to do that. Like you got to be not paid to be on the air um, if the regular DJ was sick or uh, was on vacation or whatever. And I got I got to do a handful of those and that was kind of cool and fun. Um, it mostly proved to me I didn't want to do this for money um, at the time. Because like rock radio was just was dull. It was terrible. Like the playlist was just given to you. Play these songs. I think I got like in every hour I was allowed to pick two songs and I had to be really careful. Like, you know, the rocker audience was gonna like the five people who were awake um on meth or whatever <laughs> at three in the morning listening to, to the rocker. Um if you played Bauhaus, you were going to, you know, you were pretty, probably going to get never asked to ever do another air shift. So you had to be careful. But, you know, I found stuff like I would play like deep cut, deep purple stuff and Black Sabbath and things like that that I liked and other stuff that was on the approved list. But so that was kind of the thing. There was a list, a big binder that we had that's like, these are the songs you're allowed to play from your pick list. Um and and oftentimes what you would actually pick would be your like I have to go to the toilet song. So like that's when you dragged out LA Woman cuz the I never understood this about radio stations. Like if you're building a radio station, why is there not a restroom within a few steps of the air studio? Why is the restroom 
like 150, 200 yards down some weird hallway and some circuitous path. And maybe you have to go through like, it's a shared restroom with the rest of the building, the other stations. So like KRQR shared, um, God, I can't remember the AM station that we shared the building with, like they were upstairs cause they made all the money and we were like down below them. Um, but we like shared a bathroom and you had to go out through into a corridor and all this kind of stuff. And it was just, bleh. um, so you had to put on a long song. Um, you know, so like you would pull out of your back pocket, Oh, I'm going to play LA woman. Right. Cause it's eight and a half minutes long or something like that. Or you would put on, um, something you know epic by pink floyd or something like that and that's that's how you got through your airship but that burned your pick for that hour right you couldn't you couldn't pick anything new so you were stuck playing the same like foreigner song that everybody else played and it's funny like that whole experience of playing that kind of music on the air made me hate that kind of music for a period of time like not just dislike it and be like snooty about it like literally hate it because i was forced to play it which is weird because i liked the music and to to to, to, so i got a text earlier from my old friend matt and he's like every time you say that you hate you grew to hate a band or a song because of something that has like that's peripheral to that it it just makes me shake my head and he's totally right. The The man is totally right about that, that, that that's not what music is about. So it's kind of funny that like the experience of having to play music I already liked made me dislike it. That's just, that's just weird. But in terms of like my, my experience of growing up and listening to FM radio DJs, you know, I listened to KSAN and I, and I listened to KOME and I heard like this intense creativity that was going on. Like the DJs pick stuff and they created this environment for you. And, 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 and I don't have a word for that other than it was rad. Um, like the experience of listening to it as a kid was just, it was rad and that's what I wanted to do. And so then I go into the commercial radio space and it's just totally constricted and you can't do any of that. Um, and it just bummed me out. So that mostly I learned from that experience. I don't want to do it. So that's my long circuitous conversational path towards the fact that, um, this show has restarted. We're now like within, we're like two and a half, three weeks past the anniversary date of restarting the public record back in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic and everybody being locked in their houses for umpteen million months, um, which is starting to open up. I get my second, I get my second vaccination on Thursday. I get my second shot. I'm a fabulous Pfizer fellow and, um, and I'm going to get that shot in two days and I'm, I'm like eager. I want to see people. I want to like hug my friends. That's, that's like become a big visceral thing to me right now. I want to hug my friends. Um, it's not so much about the fact that I want to get on an airplane and go travel someplace, right? That would be fun, but I I just want to see my friends, you know, and not like have to do it in a crazy way. Like standing with a, with a stick between us, the 10 foot stick or something. Although I would poke some of my friends with a 10 foot stick just cause that would be hella fun. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm I'm burning up time here. Thank you for tuning in to the public record. I, I might play out and not come back on mic. Um, in fact, I think I'm probably going to do that because I just, I just want to play music. Um, and I'm digging this like Venus flytrappy vibe thing, which is mellow and fun and, and cool and not stressed out. And so maybe I'll do that again next week. Um, if, if you have feelings about this, let me know. Otherwise I'm just going to roll with my shit, right? Cause that's what I do. Um, and this is okay. So this song is a cover. I got, I got a, set this up this is a cover of an earth wind and fire song and covering earth wind and fire is freaking bold man and so i sort of dug this so i gotta play it i will see you next week peace folks
I don't have enough time left to play more music, so I thought I would go back on the mic and back announce um, Jerry Rafferty right down the line. Before that, Al Stewart, Year of the Cat, pristine production, courtesy of none other than Alan Parsons, and the Fun Loving Criminals, which with a daring cover of Shining Star. I've been Joe Public. This is the Public Record. You're listening to Radio Nope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and good night. See you next time.